Sticking to his anti-India stand, Maldives President Mohammad Moizu told the parliament today that the island nation will not allow any country to interfere with or undermine our sovereignty. Unquote. Maldives president addressed his first session of parliament today, but the two main opposition parties, which is the MDP and Democrats, in fact, boycotted the president's speech. Only 24 members of parliament attended the speech, while 56 skipped it. Here's our story. Maldivian President Mohamed Moizu wading in stormy waters. His first presidential address to the People's Majlis, Maldives Parliament saw empty chairs staring back. At least 56 MPs, 13 MPs from the Democrats and 44 MPs from the MDP, boycotted his address to protest against what they termed as the undemocratic ways of the government. Moizu told Parliament that Maldives will not renew the agreement with India to chart the country's inner and underwater charts. Mincing no words, he said he would not allow any country to interfere with or undermine the sovereignty of the island nation. Moizu highlighted the need to boost Maldives' military capabilities as well as ensuring round-the-clock surveillance of the nation's 900,000 square kilometer exclusive economic zone. He recalled his pledge to withdraw foreign troops from Maldives and recover the lost part of Maldives' seas. A vow that drove his victory against Ibrahim Mohammed Soleh, seen as a good friend of India. Moizu has been facing flak for his India out stance. Last week, Maldives opposition parties threatened to impeach pro-China President Mohammed Moizu. Clashes broke down in Maldives parliament between pro-government MPs and opposition lawmakers over differences over the approval of four members of the pro-China president's cabinet. Despite the internal pressure, Moizu is staying firm on his stance towards India. India and Maldives held the second core group meeting in New Delhi on the troops issue on Friday. India has so far maintained a distance from the developments in Mali, though it is keeping a close eye with the expected docking of a Chinese spy ship in the Maldives later this week. We have uh, Dr. R.K. Radhakrishnan, journalist and expert on Maldives affairs. Uh, Ahmed Adib is a former vice president of Maldives. And we also have Ambassador Rajiv Bhatia, former head of division in MEA, someone who handled Maldives for India. I'm going to begin with you, Dr. R.K. Radhakrishnan. Uh, did President Moizur not really anticipate the kind of uh, backlash that he is facing? Or did he go really far with his anti-India uh, stand. Now, obviously, uh, you know, the fact is that he was uh, a, basically the mayor of Mali who became the president uh, because the election completely favored. I mean, this is a case of the stars actually favoring a person, uh, Maria, if you can ever, if you can ever think of it that way. Now, 
he has been uh, catapulted literally to the position of the president because uh, the MDP under uh, Ibu Soli did not really cater to what the people were uh, of Maldives were looking for. In any case, Maldives has elected uh, different parties uh, from time to time ever since uh, we have had multi-party elections in Maldives from 2006. Now, this is a fact in Maldives. The second part of the story that we have to understand is the fact that uh, Moise is not uh, really a person uh, who takes anything lying down. So the latest story happens to be uh, that he has forced the MDP, including Ibu Soli, to take a stance on the fact that the Indian Coast Guard has apprehended or has boarded a few Maldivian uh, vessels inside Maldivian waters. They claim inside Maldivian waters. I am not very sure where exactly it is. But then uh, this is south of Lakshadweep. We can never be sure. And, uh, you know, separation is very, very uh, minimal. So now the problem happens to be that Moiso has literally put the ball in the opposition's court, asking them if they are with Maldives or uh, if they are with India. Uh, you know, given all the problems that uh, Moise is under, now we can also see that the opposition is under uh, a similar kind of pressure where the opposition is asked to uh, take a stance whether it is with Maldives. And uh, as you know, you know, the <laughs> the entire slogan with Maldives is that uh, uh, today is that it's Maldives first. Moise's uh, slogan is Maldives first. It's actually a bahana actually to say the Chinese first. Okay. Okay. That's interesting assessment there. Uh, Ahmad Adib, I want to understand from you, you know, first came a joint statement uh, from all the opposition parties in which they said that uh, island nation's foreign policy is extremely detrimental. And then this boycott of the president's speech. Uh, as Dr. Radhakrishnan was pointing out, here is the president who is under pressure from all of you. But you are also under pressure when this question is being asked. Are you with Maldives or are you with India? Thank you for having me here. Um, uh, as you rightly said, today uh, the speech was boycotted by all the opposition parties. Um, and the main uh, reason was uh, extreme uh, foreign policy as well as um, the parliamentarians felt they, they were not protected when there was a, um, a kind of a brawl in, in the parliament uh, last week. Um, and even uh, parliamentarians found it very difficult to get in. So I think that was the main reason why opposition uh, boycotted it. So by uh, uh, answering your question that uh, is the opposition with India and the government with China, I would say that... Um, when the opposition was in government, I would say we had um, they had a more balanced foreign policy. It was not extremely one-sided, um, and that is what what Maldives needs today. Maldives needs India as well as other countries as well. But mainly, I would say that uh, Maldives needs India because uh, given 25 years uh, history, um, we did, we never had any kind of budget support or any kind of outer ordinary support except for India. Hmm. And Maldives is in an extreme financial difficult situation where even the Chinese, uh, the, the China trip, the Maldives president trip to China didn't secure that finance, I would say. So Maldives needs India and, and other countries and okay, we have then, to have more balance for him. For this, so here, here is the president saying that he doesn't need India and here is the opposition which is of the opinion that this, uh, you know, uh, what, what is the way forward is diplomatic reconciliation. Then what is the mid-path? What is the middle path, according to you? If the president has taken a maximalist position, what is the opposition going to do? So I think we, uh, as RK said, we have a very new president just into the presidency of 100, uh, just marking 100 days. 
uh, where he has inherited an India out policy which was uh, started by his uh, predecessor, uh, President Yamin. Now he has a fallout with him, but he is in the verge of taking over the party and also going for the elections. So what we see is that this is all politics playing because I, I, I personally believe there's no uh, basis where there's the India out policy uh, because the people of Maldives doesn't buy that. And if you see the, the all the kind of the protests they had of India out, there were no, there there was never more than uh, you know fifty to hundred people. So it's not coming from the from the from the people, but it's coming from a party. And also there are some extreme elements in the party that the current president is is trying to appease. I would say. So what this is all politics playing over. You know, there are concerns on both the sides. What should India be doing? Just waiting and watching for the domestic politics to unfold in Maldives? Thank you, Maria. I think uh, what we are seeing uh, today in Maldives is uh, a very serious internal churn uh, following uh, the last uh, presidential elections. Uh, and uh, my assessment is that this will continue at least until the majlis or parliamentary elections are over on 17 March. Uh, we have a situation where domestic politics is getting mixed up very deeply with foreign policy of Maldives. Now, we have to recognize, first of all, uh, that uh, we are dealing with a newly elected president uh, who is operating in a highly fragmented polity. Uh, even at the time of the presidential election, there was barely a difference of about 8% of votes by which he actually won. So that means the opponent who lost uh, had just about 7 or 8% less than him. And this is now what we are seeing in the parliament today. And we will have to wait and watch what is the shape of the next parliament. Fundamentally, Maldives uh, continues to have uh, three very clear choices on foreign policy. It can... Um, uh, you know, adopt uh, a patently pro-China policy. It can adopt a friendly policy towards India. And it can also do some serious balancing and calibration between not merely these two countries, but other countries as well. The decision uh, would rest with the uh, country, not with us. As far as your question as to what India is doing, I think India is... Uh, playing the cards very calmly and very intelligently. Uh, India operates from the assumption that it needs Maldives as much as Maldives needs India. Yes. And, and for India, the record of India in the past 25 years speaks for itself. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and, and you saw, one last point, you saw how adroitly Indian negotiators worked out a deal on the central issue that was troubling President Muizu, namely the presence of uh, military personnel. It has already been diffused. Yes. Now, if there are new issues, India will deal with them calmly and hope that prudence in Maldives would prevail okay. about any kind so of experience. If we were to look at the numbers purely, Dr. Radhakrishnan, uh, you know, MDP and Democrats boycotting uh, the president's speech, 24 MPs only who attended the speech... And whilst 56 skipped, what does it mean for the president? It obviously means that he can be impeached. But as Adib uh, mentioned in uh, one of the earlier NDTV shows, we can never be sure of uh, numbers in Maldives. 
this is because the president can offer any carrot uh, to any member of parliament or anybody else and make him a minister make him a representative uh, to a foreign government whatever and then uh, you know kind of come down to the situation we need to also remember that there is also uh, a uh, you know impeachment motion against the speaker of the house and the uh, deputy speaker of the house so uh, this is a extremely complex situation uh, i think what we need to do at this point of time is to calm down tempers uh, i agree with uh, adib and of course uh, to a lot uh, to a, a lot of extent uh, with ambassador rajiv that uh, what we at this point of time we need to make sure that uh, moise has uh, you know something to show to the people of maldives that he has done uh, okay. some work towards his uh, you know uh, you know this thing of anti india campaign and all of that before okay. he goes to the election so adib what 30 seconds to you what exactly is the opposition planning to do next because if so, the if if the prime president has taken a position which will be detrimental for its country so opposition is trying for a impeachment that that is in the process but uh, as rk said and as well as ambassador said that at the moment opposition is also thinking about it uh, and as well as uh, this is a moment of uh, high level of politics because the parliament election is there and i say that um, I, uh, india has been very calm very strategic in dealing with uh, president moise and i hope that things will be calm and we, we the both countries has election in next two months yes. and i would say after that things will be different i really hope uh, things will be different All right. but at the moment opposition is has the power to impeach as well it has the power to impeach so let's see how it, how the opposition uses that power ahmed adib dr rk radhakrishnan and ambassador bhatia thank you so much for joining us that's all from me i'll be seeing you tomorrow thanks for watching left right and center